Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Janos. I am Jordan Hall, and I'm joined, as always, by Eric Wayne. Eric, how have you been? I've been great. Is It's just the two of us, it's, Jordan? I know. I we, we got used to, to a third, third voice, but it's just the mm. two of us back like the old days now. Yeah, back to monogamy, you know, feels pretty intimate. Yeah. Um, how's, how's Michigan? It's it's nice and cold up there, from what I hear. <sighs> oh, you just got to find a subtle way to rub it in, don't you? You're basking in southern climates, probably gazing at a palm tree right now, aren't you? I can literally well, see one out my window, yes. Oh, you dirty dog. No, it is currently snowing, but not like a good winter snow. It's just like a crappy half ass snow it's one of those that's one of those snows late in the year that's like it's not spring yet yeah just to be i just want to make your life miserable just kind of snows it's it's fine it's michigan you know this this is where we live this is what we do yeah if it makes you feel any better it was pushing 90 today at the ballpark and it was it was a little toasty Oh, I, I, I filled a bucket with my tears for you already. <laughs> um, for those wondering, um, we pushed the show back this week. It was kind of a schedule thing. I'm now down in Florida for the next couple of weeks. Time for some spring training action. In mm. the, I saw the Rays and the Phillies today. Yesterday, I saw the Rays and the Twins. Um, and in the next week, I'm hoping to see the Tigers three times. So that that's the goal. We'll see. I was going to say, this is a Detroit Tigers podcast. If you're going to watch baseball, shouldn't it be Tigers? You would think that, but we got uh, a total of six tickets for a total of $14 over the last two days. So uh, that's my my favorite kind of baseball is baseball that's that dirt cheap. It's it's cheap baseball, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, Eric, one of the things that spring training is really good for, and and honestly, it was a big part of my childhood, is autographs. Are Are you much of an autograph guy? You know, I have never obtained a autograph in person really okay yeah really i never have and um i I have a couple autographs that i've i've purchased just because they're kind of a part of a charity thing and it was kind of memorabilia and so well that'd be kind of neat to have and to support a cause or whatever so i have some autographs but um no i've never really obtained one in purpose in person really so who, who did you get um in your your charity auction um, I got um, a Kinsler okay. and an Iglesias, and I take that I I did get um, I wanted a uh, Armando Galarraga to go <laughs> with my ticket stub for the almost perfect game. So I have a signed um, photo from Armando Galarraga I picked up for like ten bucks from a guy. Um, so yeah, that's the extent of my autographs. Wow, that. That's actually a nice, um, concise collection, though. I like where you're at. Um, I've gotten to the point where I'm I'm 28 years old now, and it has me wondering, like, is it still cool for me as a, I would say, mostly fully grown adult to be in the autograph game anymore? Um, you know, I, I went down in the pit today. I got I got a couple decent ones. Got Jorge Alfaro, the 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 big time. Uh, what Phillies catcher catching prospect, but at what age are you too old to get autographs? I'll, I'll let you start. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, for me, it's less an age thing and it's really about the posture that you're having towards the athlete. Like if you, um, respect the guy and are willing to take a little bit of his time. It depends on the setting or you think it's cool by asking for an autograph. You are, 
um, you're you're having the posture attitude towards the player of, I think you're cool. I want to obtain so- your signature, right? Like, yeah, more or less. Um, and if you're comfortable with that, great. My, you know, it's so weird for me. Like, I would never go up to a guy like Miguel Cabrera or Ian Kinsler and say. Oh man, I I would really like your autograph. Would you sign something for me? But if I saw a guy like uh, Luke Pakonin or uh, you know somebody who I've like enjoyed following and say, and I would say, hey, you're one of my favorites. I've always appreciated you. Would you sign this ball for me? I think you're great. I would have no problems doing that. Which is that? That's really weird, isn't it? I don't think so. I think that's very normal. The thing is, is like I'm to the point where I don't. Like once I have the autograph, like what do you what do you do with it? You're not. I, I have a hard time displaying like you know all of the balls or whatever. What I would actually want is a, a picture with all of the players. Yeah. It just doesn't yep. work kind of like that in most scenarios. Um, right. Yeah, I, I get to the point where like I'm in the presence of this 20 year old kid, you know, <laughs> right. fresh from Double A, and it's like you know he's he's eight years younger than me. This is a little bit worrisome. Um, but yeah, yeah you, there's, an, I mean, in soccer, there's actually a healthy, like selfie I'm doing, I'm miming what you do. There's like a self, a <laughs> selfie culture. Like they don't really sign autographs. They just take pictures with everyone. I don't sure. know. Maybe they're yeah. just a little bit more advanced over there, but yeah, it, oh, it's okay. kind of just like, there's no other great memento from like, oh yeah, I ran into him. I don't know. That's more where I'm at. I would say at this point, you know, if you want an autograph for somebody and the circumstances allow for it, yeah, go ahead. Get an autograph. But, I mean, if you're just going to have it and it's going to be thrown in a drawer someplace, um, you know, be respectful of a guy's time, yeah. I would I would say, too. You got to pick your spots. Like, if you're yelling at a guy at a restaurant or you're chasing him down when he's trying to get on with his practice or whatever, just let the guy go. It's not worth it. You know, don't be a hound, yes, I guess. But absolutely. if you – if his circumstances permit and you respect the guy, you say, oh, hey, nice. And you maybe you get to meet him a little bit or chat and say, hey, how's it going? Hey, could you sign something for me? That's fine. Yeah. I have I've three on my desk. I have Big Poppy, McCutcheon, and Donnie, of course. Donnie, <laughs> Donnie's clearly clearly my, fa- my favorite. Did ever. you obtain these all in person? Yeah. Yeah, I actually got Big oh, Poppy when he was with the twins, and it was kind of like, oh, okay, until, you know, five years later, and who knows how many supplements. All of a sudden, he's the best hitter on the planet. So, Well, can we can we agree on one principle, and that is don't be a jackass about it. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, that, that should uh, apply to everything in life, but specifically wow. this, yes. But I see these autograph guys, and they're like, hey, hey, Mickey, yeah, come sign my ball. Hey, don't be a jerk. And I'm just like, God, leave the guy alone a little bit. It's a little ridiculous, yeah, if especially you if you're your old. friends like that. You shouldn't talk to yeah. a major league. I mean, you shouldn't talk to anyone like that, but specifically um, a major league player who has a lot of constraints on his time. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no definite answer. I put 30 because that's another solid two <laughs> years from now. So I'll deal with it then. You better get busy. Yeah. Um, if you would like to get in touch with the show, you can at podcastianos.com. On the Twitter, I am at Jordan Hall 23 
Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcastianos. On the Instagram, which you should follow, because there'll be all kinds of ballpark picks, at Jordinho4, J-O-R-D-I-N-H-O, and the number four. Um, like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Podcastianos. And Eric, I'm finding it um, difficult to figure out what to post on the Facebook page, so we'll see how long that one lasts. Uh, I did see your little uh, your little mock-ups with little words on them and stuff. It's pretty pretty fancy. Yeah, I, I actually had a good time doing that. Um, if you hear something that we say that you think should go on one of those, <laughs> tweet it to me because I have a very hard time deciding what is and is not funny. We basically want you to do the work for us. Exactly. This is a cooperative endeavor. And we would love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. So it's been a bit of a slow start to spring training this year for the Tigers. Not a ton of big stories. And honestly, it's nice to be a little bit more drama-free, just kind of preparation this spring. Um, So why don't we talk – let's start with the main talking point from the past week. That, of course, is who is going to hit second for the Tigers. Eric, what type of hitter do you like to have in your two-hole? I like a little power in the (laughs) two-hole. I feel like you have your your kind of three basic types. You got your Polanco's, you know, move yep, move the yep. runner. You have your Marcus Tims, just, you know, why yeah. not throw some pop there? And then there's the recent trend of, you know, throwing your best hitter there, like a, a Donaldson. McCutcheon's been there a little bit. I, right. I feel like those are kind of your three. I, I To be honest, I the, he plays after my bedtime most times. So I don't know exactly where Trout hits. Gotcha. Um, so... <sighs> I prefer option three, put your best hitter two. The numbers show that. The science shows that. Now, do managers do that? No, they don't, right? Mm-hmm. So given that, I, I mean, I guess I, I like a little bit of power there. Um, the whole uh, – it's – it, the the numbers show and the the most advanced thinkers in ba- baseball metrics say any kind of strategic moves hit and run stolen bases generally yield a reduced run expectancy right mm-hmm. to get a little little scientific idea so i like when managers don't put a lot of strategic things so when you talk about a two hitter in the model of say polanco you know you're looking for a guy who's going to slap the ball to the um right side right mm-hmm. you're looking for a guy who's going to bunt and move over i don't want to do any of that i don't want that 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 yields uh, fewer runs specifically so, in the first inning. I mean, after, after the yeah. first inning, it doesn't matter who's where, like, yeah, yeah. You don't want anybody bunting in the first inning. That's ridiculous. Well, would you set your lineup of fast guys first? So if an opportunity presents itself in forthcoming innings, you, you know, you still have the two hitter behind a fast guy. And usually you have a somewhat fast guy hitting nine mm-hmm. too, you know? So, but I, you know, I don't want to get into the, you know, the the strategic plays because it yields less runs. So that for by that thinking, I want somebody with some power, and that would be like somebody like Castellanos mm-hmm. hitting two, as opposed to a more prototype guy. Scenario one, I think, would be Iglesias. Yeah. Right? What do you think? What's your take? See, I, I agree with you on the. I would much rather put. Um, someone that would be closer to your best hitter category in the two spot. I feel like 
hitting somebody like that in the two spot is kind of one of those things that managers don't do it because managers don't do it. Like if somebody broke them, you know, a couple teams like like they're starting to do break the mold and that starts to become something that happens in baseball. I think you're going to see it a lot more just because it makes sense. Um, but right. yeah, I think it would be very interesting to see what Nick looks like in there. Um, I, I ran some numbers, and by that I mean I, I googled them. Um, Three thirty-one on base percentage last year. Um, the one the one knock on Nick hitting there is only twenty-eight walks and four hundred eleven at bats last year. It's not great, but I mean he's going to see a lot more pitches to hit hitting in front of Miggy, and there's a lot to like about that. Now, how do you feel? <laughs> this is a, a loaded question, but what about Upton? I, I actually I put it down that he would probably be my first choice, but we have a lot of track record of him hitting second for us, and it's not and good. And it's not good. Like he's he's on paper the guy you'd say, yeah, this would make some sense to put him there, but in practice, maybe it just doesn't. Yeah, somebody's got to hit there. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he was he was second in the team in walks last year. I was I was a little surprised to look at that. Um, but I mean, clearly it's all a, a mental thing with some of these guys. It makes you wonder, like yeah. they're making millions and millions of dollars. Why? I mean, I know that there's a stigma that comes with hitting second that there are certain things you're supposed right. to do, but it makes you wonder how uh, he had changed his approach so greatly that it obviously screwed with him in all kinds of ways last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. My my preferred scenario would be just move everybody up. Mm-hmm. Cabrera hits two. You know, uh, what would that be? Victor hits three. Victor, JD, yeah. JD hits three. JD's Victor, some combination. Then Optin, then Cast, you know. So just move everybody up. Yeah, I think I think that would be a good choice. Do you, Are you okay with experimenting a little bit? Or are you would you rather him just make a call and roll with it for a month? See... Uh, I don't know the psyche of these baseball players like you just got done saying like, um, you know, just something so disturbing to them. I'm usually a make a change guy and see how it works for sure. If it's been a week or two and you're not getting what you're after. Yeah. Mix it up. You're not going to break anybody. Just try something. Yeah. You know? Victor's been hitting there a lot. There's no way we'll see that. Right. Like there's no possible way he's our two hitter. Right. Uh, just because he's too slow. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. He's a, he's a double play waiting to happen. Um, if he hits the ball, any kind of ground ball, you, you might as well let him lead off that. At least he's not hitting into a ground, you know, a double play. Yeah. Get, he'll get on base for you. Maybe that's the thing you do. Hit Victor one. <laughs> yeah. I've actually, I think, I think Kinsler profiles much better as a two hitter than, than as a leadoff guy. There's just, there's no other option to hit at the top. Yeah. The, yeah. But. I'm, I'm, don't hit Victor one. Don't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> In case you're listening, Brad, don't do that. We yeah. were kidding. Don't do the thing I just said. Yeah. Um, so it's been a low key kind of first week. Anything that has you super excited or nervous just off the top of your head? Um, nervous. Uh, I don't think we're going to get much out of Pelfrey or Sanchez. I, I feel like that is a, a safe call. Um, let's jump right ahead to Pelfrey. Um, two appearances, three and two-thirds inning pitch, three earned runs, and the 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 so cliche Pelf, six hits, three walks, 1K. That is Jeez. not hashtag good. Now, he had a stellar spring training last year, and he was poop in the regular season. So maybe he's trying to say, hey, 
why don't I be pooping string training and I'll be great the rest of the year. That, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I think that's the only logical explanation. I think that's that's the only thing that could be happening. Yeah, our he's bu- being poop on purpose. <laughs> our buddy Chris McCoskey says that he's reinventing his arsenal, um, moving from the sinker <laughs> to the splitter, more four seamers, uh, cutters, and sliders. I, you, I mean, you know me. I'm the last one to get off the pelf train, but I'm having a very hard time staying patient. These guys are going to get every benefit of the doubt, though. They're going to stay. There's going to be fans weeping and gnashing their teeth in the streets. Uh, And it's going to be a din of noise of fans complaining. And then they'll maybe let them go. But they're making so much money that they're going to have every opportunity and they're going to have to stub their toe a bunch of times before they get the axe. Yeah, I think I think Annabelle's in a better spot right now than Pelfrey just simply because he makes so much more money. And, you know, eight million is a lot. But when you think about it, it has to be better use of that eight money to pay him to do nothing than it would be to pay him to make us actively worse. But I, I yep. can't see them getting rid of him before essentially the end of camp. I mean, the only the only incentive there is to just open up a few extra innings for other pitchers. You're, you're better right. off riding him. See, you know, if by chance something comes back. Both of these guys will be on the opening day roster, and I think even if they are pitching very poorly, I'll think I think they're going to make it two or three weeks into the season. Yeah, I think they're going to have to regular season pitch poorly for them to to yes. really get it. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm suggesting. Yeah, um, Shane Green and Alex Wilson each have had a good outing, and I count Shane Green's outing today when he just gave up a solo homer because people give up solo homers. Um, good a good outing and a bad outing. Any reason for concern yet? Spring training. No, I'm not. Well, the thing Norris said, he was really amped up, which it seems kind of weird to me. Like, okay, you're getting amped up for a spring training game. I'm not surprised by that from him. Like anyone else, I'd be like, I don't, he he fits that mold in my, but I I saw on Twitter, I don't remember, I think it might've been Evan said that the stuff was cracking, just the command was a little bit off, which I can live with that. But but what does that mean for, if we had to pitch him in a wild card game or something? Yeah, but the- Can you imagine? the The command will come. The command yeah, will be there. I, suppose, right. I also all heart right. him so much, so take what I say yeah, you, with a grain of salt. You do. Um, all right. Oh, go ahead. Somebody I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. How about Dixon Machado? There you go. He, he goes and gets the ball. You know, it's hard to see a lot of video spring training, but uh, some of the, the, the writers are raving about a couple of the plays that he made. Um, and he went three for three today. He's hitting a little bit. Dixon. Dixon is... Uh, I think he's a lock for the opening day. Really? Roster. Okay. I I, yeah. uh, I titled this in my notes: "End of the bench battle." Dixon is now four for twelve with a double. Moya is three for ten with a double. So if we're going strictly on batting average, as all the old baseball minds would have you do, <laughs> Dixon's pulling ahead. I, I think Dixon has a has a big leg up here in this competition. Moya, uh, it's you, you you Moya gives you more to dream on, but ugh. He's got so many holes, not only in his swing, but just in his overall game. You know, can he play some defense for you? Is he going to be a good base runner? You know, he he's got to hit you some bombs, and you hope he you hope he becomes Chris Carter. And Chris Carter is not a hot commodity. You know, Jack Cust was not a hot commodity, and, and he doesn't yeah. walk. 
He doesn't walk. And the thing is, is if you're using him as your as your fourth outfielder and a pinch hitter, you're going to want to bring him in, you know, to replace somebody in the outfield or to get a hit late in the game. I wouldn't trust him for either of those things. The only reason right. you keep him right now is to protect, you know, him on your roster. Yeah. That's the only reason. And I think that's a little bit of a. Uh, I mean, I I I want to see where it goes. I just don't see that we're going to have that luxury. I I would agree with that. I think. I think he probably goes to another club, you know, when it's when it comes around opening day. Just hopefully it's not in the division somewhere else. Yeah. All right. Maybe they work out a trade for him or something. Yeah. He can go to where we send holiday. Go send him to Texas, Texas. There we go. For another catcher. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe there's another giant no defense outfielder who can hit the bomb, hit bombs to the light tower that we can swap for Aaron Judge. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's move on to things that make us happy. Um, uh, James McCann, I know it's a small sample size, but four for seven with a double, it would be so massive to get him rolling, especially, you know, coming into the season, get him hot. I I predicted last year he'd be one of the best catchers in the American League. Should I just try for that again this year? I think so. You know, just keep sticking with it every year. I feel like the the narrative oh. around him in 2015 when he was when he was playing so good is oh he's such a leader he's he's the guy that's going to take the club to the next level and that died out so hard last year when he was when he was bad. Do you think um, do you think he has it within him to rise to the position of leadership if he's if he's performing on a team that's so stacked with the the long term veterans like that or is it just kind of a self-regulating team that maybe doesn't need your your typical Veritech rah rah catcher no I, he's certainly got the personality for it he's got the steadiness for it um and a leader of your team doesn't need to be the best player um but they need to be competent they need to they need suck. to be yep. they need to not suck because it's hard to talk with any authority when you're scuffling yourself so he needs to be he needs to be league average uh, and then he can. He could be a really good leader for this team. Um, but he's got to learn how to hit righties a little bit. I mean, that's been the the tough one for him, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, if he can extrapolate this four for seven over the course of the spring and then the season, he'll be set. <laughs> well, that that would be good. Yeah, good, 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 good math. <laughs> Okay, the other one, um, Jacoby Jones, four for nine in the, on the early spring. I want him to be a thing so bad. How long before we can think that he's a thing? Uh, I don't know. Well, he's not going to go north of the big club, right? No. Um, but if Tyler Collins or Mikey Matuk scuffles for a month and they're not seeing much and Jacoby showing something he could steal that job in a heartbeat yeah um not to to bring doom on him again but um your boy Justin Upton is currently hitting um I had this up 154 on the spring are you nervous don't worry trust me by uh late August he's gonna be awesome trust me (laughs) All right, enough Tigers. Are you ready to move to the World Baseball Classic? Yeah, let's talk some some classic. All right, I have this broken down by um, groups, and we can give in-depth analysis about each of the groups. Is that what, is that what you're thinking? Uh, how about analysis? <laughs> okay, so here's how it works. There's four groups, A, B, C, and D. The top two in each group go into a pool. There's t- There's two, like, 
second round pool. So the top two in A and B will go into another round robin pool, and then the same for C and D. Top two in those pools will move on to a single elimination semifinal and then final. Do you follow? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So the first one, I believe these are somewhere in Asia. Um, be, that's what they're being played. Which I know Asia. Is a, is a Name this country. Sensible. So we have Asia. South Korea. To the best of my knowledge, their only big leaguer is Cardinals closer Swang Hwan Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm looking to. Um, yes. Oh, Swang Hwan. Oh, yeah. Swang Hwan. Oh, yeah. Because they they do the names different. It's, yeah. It's I'm, a little I'm, different. I don't. I, being Filipino, you think I'd have a little bit more of a grasp on how it how it works, but I don't. So apologies. You're barely Filipino. I'm at least one thirty seconds. No, I'm not real <laughs> sure how the whole genealogy thing works. Neither here. Good no. job, Paul. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chinese Taipei is in the group. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then my favorite team, the team that I'm pulling for this year, I think you too, the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah. I, of course. You know, got to got to rep your your heritage a little bit. Got the Dutch people going there. I'm loving me some Netherlands. And, and it's kind of cheating because I'm looking at their their roster and m- way more than half live in Curaçao, right? Oh yeah. Definitely. They're not they're not from Netherlands proper. <laughs> Aruba, a couple Aruba, but yeah, none none one of guys Robin from Van Persie's buddies. It's it's all the Curaçao ins. Yeah. Um, but am I saying that right? Curacao? Curacao. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Okay. One of my favorite players in, I guess in baseball history, I love Jair Jurgens when he was with us, yeah. when he was with Atlanta, I thought he was so good. Um, maybe because he was a, a junk baller kind of like me, he's making a comeback. So yeah, he's 30, on the team. 31 years old. Man, he still only 31. He's, he's three years older than me. He feels like he's half dead in my mind, but he's right. not. Um, but they have they're pretty solid. Bogarts, uh, Gregor, Gregor, Gregorius. I almost said Gregarius. Uh, who else? The Jurgens, Kelly Jansen. They got some players. Jonathan Scope and uh, Andrelton Scope. Simmons. So if you could and- play like if you could play six middle infielders, they would be so set. <laughs> but I, I would true. imagine some of those guys. And Profar's got to be on there. I'm pretty sure he's from from there too. Um, let's see. And Team Israel. Yeah. So our own, well, he's not our own. He used to be our, um, he used to play Josh Zide. Zied. Yeah. He was our minor leaguer. He's play, he's on that team. Yeah. That's a, a name you might know. It's a couple interesting. Jason Marquis played around, around for a while. Sam Fold, Sam the Fold. legend of Sam Fold. Craig Breslow. They got that. Yeah. They got that guy coming out of the bullpen. All right. So, um, this is where you make your call. Who? So I got to um, pick two. Got to pick two. Who comes out first take, and second? Uh, the Netherlands one and Korea, South Korea two. All right. I so that's pretty will go. So. I'm going to go the Netherlands and Israel. Boom. You're on drugs. All right. Okay. I'm going chalk. Chalk. <laughs> um, group B, you have Japan, who has mm-hmm. – they actually have quite a few. Um, yep. And as I say that, I'm seeing no American flags here. So they got Nori Aoki. They have Aoki. Everybody else plays for the Japanese league. Yeah. I so this is just an aside. I love Nori Aoki. He's one of my favorite big league players. All he does is get on base. He doesn't run fast when he's on there. He's just an on base <laughs> machine. I he's appreciate old. He's like, thirty five. Man, he looks like know. he's twenty eight. Kudos. Gonna, yeah. 
Um, okay, and now let's move to Team Tigers slash Australia. Um, we have, yep. let's see, Travis Blackley's on the team. Yep. Um, yep. Warwick, of course. Yeah. Let's see. That's about. Uh, is Shepard on this team? I no. don't see him. Don't nope. We're essentially uh, so just Matt, reading Wikipedia right now. Right. Well, Shepard plays for the minor leagues for the Tigers, and uh, but he's not on the team. Um, I'm trying to look see who else they have of, of note. I think we've... Peter we've Moylan. There you go. All right. There you go. He's a royal for a long time, right? Sure. Anyway. I'm, all right. Yeah. Uh, China, Bruce Chen, Tiger Killer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Otherwise, not a lot going on with no. Team China. And then we get to Cuba. There are, I'm sure that there are some of these names that are really, really good and that I should know, um, but I, I don't know any of them. Um, Cespedes' little brother. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Yoelkis. Is that his keys? Sure. Yoelkis? Yeah, that feels right. Oh. All right. So I'm who, embarrassing myself. Who you, who you got coming out on top? Uh, Japan won, and then I want, uh, I want Cuba two i'm gonna go with, i'm rooting for australia but i'm gonna go with the same teams just in opposite order i'm gonna take cuba one japan two okay Group, are you writing this down for posterity i have it in my i put it in my my notes so okay i typed right. it okay it's fancy <laughs> obviously group c is where it really goes down you got usa canada Colombia and the Dominican. I'm actually seeing both Team USA and the Dominican. So after that, I'll give you the real in-depth um, breakdown on the teams. Team Wait USA on. is absolutely loaded. So many good players. Um, Danny Duffy, my boy, Chris Archer. Uh, let's see, Fulmer's on the team. Uh, I'm not sure how many innings he's probably going to get, but that happens. Marcus Stroman, um, Alex Wilson, once again, not sure how many innings he's probably going to get. And then pretty much every good American position player. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of stacked. They are going to be a very hard team to beat. Uh, yeah, I mean it's they're not they're not set to steamroll everybody. You you know they've had good teams before too, and they've never won this thing, right? I I believe you are correct. The bullpen's not not real great. There's no like elite closer on there, at least that I'm seeing. I guess they, um, I guess you have Andrew yeah. Miller, um, but. David Robertson, he's pretty Wolf. good. Yeah, he's fine. I would, I would never say that any White Sox is good. So, right. Um, no, they're all right. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be fine. Uh, let's move on to Team Canada, which is my favorite team in the group because Eric Gagne and who is the other one? There's another. Um, are, oh, Ryan Dempster. Both are pitching despite being Gagne. long retired. Gagne is forty-one. <laughs> oh. Why not? Go for it. Yeah. Got Tiger. Uh, Justin M- Morneau, is M- Morneau isn't in the league anymore, though, is he? Uh, isn't he done? It appears to be he's a, a, at least a free agent. Got Dalton yeah. pa- Dalton Pompey. Um, yeah. Freddie, Free- Freddie Freeman's the big name, right? I didn't know Freddie Freeman was Canadian. Good for him. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure he's very nice. Yeah, he... Well... Now, birthplace, Fountain Valley, California. What gives Freddie Freeman... Maybe he was stirred and couldn't get in our lineup. Yeah. So uh, we have. There's one tiger of note. Yeah. Dustin uh, Mollican. Yeah. Did we saw. Mention? We saw him at points last year. Yeah, we did. I was. We were unimpressed by him at points last year. Yeah. It, we, he made his major league debut with us at uh, 31 years old. Hmm. 
Good times. Keep an eye on them. And the final um, the final team in the group is Colombia, who is surprisingly yeah. not as good as I was expecting. Um, they have yeah. Tiger William Cuevas. I think he was a non-roster invitee, correct? correct? Sure. Um, yeah, I'll go with that. Ernesto Frieri. Jose Quintana um, is probably their big name. Him and Julio Tehran. Tehran, yeah, I was gonna say him too. Yeah, so that's that's not right. a, not a great team. All right, let's move on to the picks. Who do you have? Co- oh, we know we need to do the Dominican. The Dominican, Dominican is loaded. Yeah. Um, so they're oh big sexy on the team: Bartolo Colon, Johnny yeah. Cueto, um, Ivan Nova, Carlos Martinez, Alex. Oh, I'm sure Alex Reyes isn't playing at this point. Um, let's see, Edison Volquez. But the the infield is where they shine. Adrian Beltre, Cano. Manny Machado, Hanley Ramirez, Jose Reyes, <laughs> Carlos That's Santana. pretty good. And for good measure, Jonathan VR. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm going to take the U.S. and the Dominican. I will agree with that. Poor Colombia has a tough draw, and the Canadians also. Yeah, Canada's it's not a terrible team. Dude. In a different group, they could have been no. okay. It's tough to be in that pool, though. All right, and Group D is Mexico. Let's mm-hmm. quickly go through it there. Jaime Garcia, Vidal Nuno, oh, Sergio Romo, Joaquim Soria, of course, Julio Urias, Luis yeah, Urias, yeah. I'm assuming brother, uh, and Brandon Laird. <laughs> what? Brandon Laird? <laughs> he was born in, nope, he was born in California. Never All mind. Right, Brandon Laird is, is G-Money's little brother, yes? Yes. Okay, so he was born in california he's currently playing in japan and he's on mexico's world baseball classic team yes any however you get there i suppose and tiger uh non-roster invitee efren navarro who i was listening to dan and jim on the radio they were raving about his soft hands so that's something to <laughs> keep an eye on they haven't seen him catch they just shook hands with him that's all. <laughs> all right. Um, Italy behind uh, manager Michael Marco Mazzari. Mazzari. Um, names you would know. Uh, Tommy Lane from the Yanks. Oh, Pat Van Van Diet, the the switch pitcher. Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah, exciting. Gavin, That's probably the most interesting thing about this team. Gavin Sacchini, Sacchini, um, Chris Calabello, Descalso. <laughs> There's a lot of Prince very Savelli. Italian names, um, yeah. and Brandon Nimmo. So and they look. I'm looking at their places of birth. Like three guys are born in Italy. Four. Well, there's a few, but otherwise they're all Americans. <laughs> uh, Puerto Rico has our good buddy Joe Jimenez on the team. Yeah, Jose Jose De Leon. Uh, let's see. Any anyone else? If his, if his nickname isn't Ponce, they're screwing up. <laughs> Oh, Joel Pinero's on the team. I haven't heard that name in so long. Wow. That's a good name. Um, so my always question is, if Puerto Rico wins the baseball world mm, classic, is, a good one. is that still a win for the United States, isn't it? Let's be I honest, mean, yes. They, they belong to us. Yeah. They're us. Car- <laughs> let's see. Oh, Baez, uh, Carlos Correa, and Francisco Lindor. That's a nice little group right there. Yeah. Carlos Beltran. Correa. Angel Pagan. Yeah. Oh, and, and Mike Avilas. Can't sleep on that name. Why isn't Pudge coaching this team? Uh, that's a good question. He, he's busy. He's a Hall of Famer now. Yeah, too busy Hall of Faming to manage a team, evidently. 
Okay, and I believe this is the last team, uh, Venezuela, coached by our boy Omar Vizquel. Yeah. Former farmhand Jose Alvarez, who became Andrew Romine in one of the most fortuitous trades in Tiger history. Um, <laughs> right. Yuli Chassin, Felix Hernandez. Oh, Will Ledesma. Wow, there's a name from the past. Arsenio Leon. Do you, do you have any specific jokes to make about him? No, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, Leon. Uh, K Rod, Rondon. I mean, there's, there's some neat. Oh, Jose Altuve. And then you have Miggy, Victor, Runiet Odor, Hernan Perez, Martin Prado, Cargo, Udubel, Herrera, and Enter Enciarte. That's not a bad team. I think they will be okay. Yeah. Hernan Perez? Yeah. Odor, he can punch his way through the competition that's a good team it's a great team all right who you got don't break our guys okay omar <laughs> keep our guys healthy yeah the rest of them feel free just not ours break everybody else that's fine screw them yeah um so my choices are venezuela puerto rico italy and mexico italy and mexico uh, i'm gonna take the last two i'm gonna take puerto rico and venezuela okay i will take I will take them also in that order. I'm assuming you wanted Venezuela first. Yeah, yeah, Venezuela. Actually, no, it doesn't really matter. Okay, so at this point, we should pick um, who comes out of the second pool. In the first one, you have uh, South Korea and the Netherlands, Japan, and Cuba. The top two will come out. Okay, then I want Netherlands and Japan. Can I do that? Yeah, you can do that. I will take the Netherlands and Cuba. Okay. And let's move on to the... We have USA, Dominican, Puerto Rico, and Venezuela. Fire emoji. How could you How could you pick Ooh. two from there? Yeah. So um, I'm going to take the Dominican and I'm going to take Venezuela. Oh, I was going to go with that, with the upset pick, too. All right, I'm going to go Dominican and the USA. All right. Dominican won it last time, right? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sure. They did. Okay, and we get to the fi- let's see. So there would be um who do you have in the finals? Uh I'm going to take I'm going to take the Netherlands versus Venezuela. And a winner? The Netherlands. <laughs> the Dutch. The Dutch are going to win it all. I'm going to take uh, they're, the, not, they're not but yeah. They're probably not. I'm going to take the Dominican <laughs> over over Cuba. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Don't sleep on the Japan. I feel like Japan uh, could win the whole thing. I really, I, even though I didn't pick, I should have picked them too. But Japan is good. Japan's like actually Japan. the. I have the. They're my the, dark the odds here. Uh, USA is the first favorite, then the Dominican, and then Japan. Venezuela's really fourth. Puerto yep. Rico fifth. Um, let's see. The Netherlands twenty-five to one. You might want to hey. throw down a, a fiver or something. Yeah. 
head to Vegas, put some money on the duchies. Let's do it. All right. Are you ready to move to your power rankings? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of half-assed power rankings. Uh, I'm just going to confess. As long so if as it's your bad, right with it. Yep. Yeah. If it's bad, yes, it's been a, a long week. All right. I have for you for power rankings, social media platforms. Okay. You don't you don't sound very enthused. I said can I, can, I said okay. Yeah, see that's better. Just fake a little enthusiasm. <laughs> that's how we do life. All right. Start starting at number seven social media platforms is LinkedIn. All right. <laughs> it's it's useful, like, you know, but it's cumbersome. You don't really want to be on LinkedIn, but it keeps all like the business people off your your Facebook a little bit. Let them go do their businessy things on LinkedIn. And if you're not really looking for a job or something, you're not you're not on LinkedIn. But it's it's fine. It's fine for what it is. It's a business Facebook. All right. That's seven. Number six is Reddit. Um, Reddit has some pretty pretty cool communities. You can find a lot of cool stuff on Reddit. Um, it's you know the social part of it is a little bit more clunky, and um, you know don't go down the back alleys of Reddit, right? You, it can, you know you don't you, it, you don't want to find anything shady. Just stay on the main streets of Reddit, and you'll be fine. But Reddit's fine. You I find I, a lot of cool things. Yeah, I, th- I think the soccer communities within Reddit, not that everything in my life revolves around soccer, but yeah, that's that's where I go for a lot of soccer news. Sure. Yeah, Reddit's fine. Uh, number five, and this you, this may surprise you being a little high for me, but Pinterest. Oh, no. I, like, I kind of like Pinterest. I mean, if you're looking for ideas for something, all right, it's got, you know, a lot of people think this is for women, and they're right. It is. It is so perfect for women you know they get all these ideas and i i've heard of some wives that uh they just spend hours combing pinterest yeah i don't do that but it's fine early on in our marriage pinterest cost us a lot of money if you know if you know (laughs) what i mean it's not so much anymore but like uh because you'd buy particular things or like oh here's a project to cute in our house there you go yeah I saw an idea on Pinterest, and now we need a glue gun and five two-by-fours and 17 old pallets. Yeah, I saw on Pinterest is never the, a good start to a sentence. <laughs> it, it means your your Saturday is now toast. Right, You're going to Home Depot, and you're buying some crap and a load of pallets. So, it's always pallets. you got to make everything out of pallets, evidently. I think the pallet fairy comes from the sky and drops pallets on you. That would be weird. I mean, that would be a cool fairy, but that would be weird, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, uh, that's number five. Number four is Snapchat. Hmm. Snapchat, uh, I still get a little weirded out by Snapchat because it started out as kind of this little bit sketchy thing, but it's, it's kind of mainstream now. Right. I mean, you look on Snapchat, it's got news. Oh, the kids, the kids are all over Snapchat. That's all they do. I went to a minor league hockey game and it was like college night or whatever. And I look around me and everything within a 15 seat radius, they got their big phone and they're doing Snapchattings. I like the the hockey game. (laughs) <laughs> the, the ghost is adorable the, right? the thing that i have a problem with with snapchat is is i don't remember like 
oh, I should Snapchat this until like four hours later. I have a picture of the event, but I can't use that. I had to yeah. have done it in, in the moment. I'm never going to remember like, oh, Snapchat, yellow me. But yeah. it's like a lifestyle. Yeah. I swear. I'm very like glad a way I of don't living. live that lifestyle. At least not yeah, yet. I don't really either. But I, I've, I've checked it out. It's fine. It's Snapchat. It's number four. That's good. Number three is Facebook. Oh, um, so Facebook is uh, is useful if you want to connect with somebody who you don't like have information for right away or if you just want to browse and see what's, what's going on in your social sphere. Um, and there's a lot of cool things. People put photos and stuff. But Facebook, I think, is growing um, in political vitriol, that shall I say? Certainly is. Yep. And it's getting more, um, it's getting more infuri- infuriating to log on, and you're just like, oh, I'll see once what people are up to. I'm, you know, I'm a human being. I'm social. We travel in packs. And you're like, you slam your computer shut. Like, I never want to. Uh, people are awful. I never want to see another person in my life again. You know, yeah. Facebook is good for hating the people you know. So. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Number two uh, is Instagram. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get into Instagram, but it's so picture bound. Like, what if I want to put some text or I want to like you chat can, or something? You can type. I mean, you can give a, a caption to your picture. Yeah, that's, I know that's that, where you throw you in your hashtags. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag, yeah, hashtag blessed. <laughs> Don't get me started on rant about hashtag blessed. Um, so I don't know. It's fine. It's pretty. But I feel like a lot of pressure to gussy up a picture. Right. I have a picture. Uh, you know, it's a it's a cool squirrel. All right. Cool. Now, what do I got to crop it and give it some like antique background or something like that? It's a lot of pressure. I just want to put a picture of a neat squirrel or something. You should bring that back. Hashtag basic. Basic. Yeah. Pictures. No filter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, and you know, uh, so what's number one? It's got to be Twitter, I would assume. I I like Twitter. I mean, it's short. You just can put whatever you want. It's Twitter is fun. Um, I got to tell you, the luster has come off of Twitter a lot because, uh, you know, there's more trolls and there's more nonsense. And it is a different environment even three or four years ago when I first was on Twitter. Like, it was a bigger deal. Now it's... You know, it's fine, but there's not the heat that it was once it was with Twitter. I might argue that it's a different environment than it was six months ago prior to yeah. a certain event in November. Yeah. Different, yeah, different world since then. You know, I'm not super political on, on Twitter, uh, but if I think something's funny or interesting, I'll tweet about it. And then I'll put something fairly benign. And people are like, stick to sports. You shouldn't say anything about that. And I'm like... No, I'll just put whatever I want to put. Screw you. No, you have a sports podcast. That's the only thing that you're licensed to tweet about. Whatever. It's just I'm not I'm not bending over backwards for everybody on Twitter. I love you all, but don't don't come at me. Don't at me <laughs> with your nonsense. So I still love Twitter. It's fun. You get, you get jokes. You get links. It's it's the best blend of media. I, I think. That. Yeah. 
Um, it's not as cumbersome as Facebook. It's a little more interactive than Instagram. Uh, to me, it's it hits the right balance. And all so. of your aunts and uncles and grandparents and parents aren't on it. Aren't there? Yeah. And you can follow interesting people and the people that you want to follow and get news from. And you don't have to include great aunt Sally and her racism. Yeah. <laughs> True. All right. So uh, we're going to hit the bottom three. You ready? Mm-hmm. Number three from the worst is Google Plus. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. It's not even a thing. Yeah. It's like, just like, what are you? Yeah. You you sign in and you get some, you, pro, you know, put your pictures up. No, no. I don't want anything to do with you, Google Plus. It, it didn't work. Okay. And then they try to like tie YouTube to having a Google Plus thing. And it just never worked. Good try, Google Plus. But no. Um, number two is Tumblr. Is Tumblr social media? I feel like it's like this blog, but people of a certain, t- you know, they do the tumbling. I, th- I, Tumblr. Think, I think you would count that as a, a social media platform. Yeah. Yeah. Not a particularly great one, but one nonetheless. It's like all what? Social justice kind of warrior kind of stuff and people complaining about that and just different cutesy blogs and stuff. I don't, I don't get Tumblr culture. Mm, enough about Tumblr your cats. Haters. Nobody likes them. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not into Tumblr. All right, number one, the worst social media platform, if it can be called that. Nothing's actually coming to mind. Just go ahead. I'm going to go with Foursquare. Foursquare. <laughs> I never get this. Like, you're supposed to check in at some location. This isn't like Pokemon Go or something. You're not getting anything interesting. Or is you're like it? trying to get a. You're, yeah, you're just like well maybe it is yeah you're just trying to get like a free appetizer or something like this right i mean it's basically the free appetizer app for social media i don't understand foursquare i don't get it at all like you're supposed to be like the king of the queen of this certain spot or something like that and people fight over it's stupid foursquare is dumb that's it that's power rankings do you want to hear about things that i saw on the side of the road while running yeah um, so this was back when back in Michigan, uh, probably about a week and a half ago, before the last snowfall. I was running um, on the main road outside my neighborhood, and I see a caramel apple, like you know, a big expensive caramel apple, kind of you know, got the chocolate covering, and there's some peanuts yeah. on it. No stick, just the apple. <laughs> it makes me wonder, like, what's the scenario where yeah. someone determined that I don't need this caramel apple anymore, but you know what? I'm going to go ahead and hang on to the stick. I might need that later. I find that a little disconcerting. Like, what kind of deviance do I live near? No, there's got to be, like, a story. Like, um, you know, a brother and sister are riding down the road, and the sister had to spit their gum out because they're going to have a caramel apple. And the brother is just, like, being a jerk. And, like, so the sister sticks her tongue out. And the boy tries to hit her with a caramel apple. And it flies off the stick out the window. I mean, that that certainly could be. So you're saying I live near uh, misbehaving children? Yeah. I mean, that's the most logical explanation to me. Okay. That seems fair. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Okay, so did you eat it? No, I didn't eat it. It was on the side of the road. <laughs> Okay, here's here's a more existential question for you. Um, you have some guys over. You get pizza. Um, you eat much of the pizza, but there's like half a pizza left over. And it's late. You're drinking, and you forget to put the pizza away. 
you wake up in the morning and there's counter pizza. Oh, it's fair game. Do you, oh, yeah. do you eat the counter pizza? For sure. Well, what's the worst that can happen to leave something out overnight? Let's be honest. <laughs> Come on. I'm totally with you. I'd eat the counter pizza. I'd too. eat the crap out of me? the counter pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but not the road, uh, not the road apple. You're not eating any road apples. The thing that makes me worry is why aren't the animals eating these these road apples? <laughs> well, what happened to this apple that the animals are even like, nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> All right, let's get to some Twitter questions. I put it out to the people to um, see what they wanted to know from us. The first thing that they want to know is which of us is Chip and which of us is Joanna Gaines. I think that's the big one. <laughs> I haven't. I don't know which one is uh, you know more handsome because then that's probably you. I don't know. Well, the thing is, is I feel like like I'm probably the dude, but I'm also the hot and stylish one. So that it takes takes a little bit of both of them. Do they just have like a contractor that comes around and bumbles things up? That could be me. You could be both Chip and Joanna. You can be both Gaines. Fair enough. That'll work. Okay, let's move on to the actual questions. At DylanDav15 wants to know, I'm at the mall right now. Could we get a top seven, bottom three stores to go into with your wife? Um, maybe we can just, uh, just sum this down to one that you love, go- that you don't mind going in and one that you hate going in. Um, so I guess I wouldn't mind going into like um, uh, the worst. I can tell you the worst is like Bath and Body Works or something like that. Or, you know, they whatever they have the all the aromas and just like you know it hurts my senses. See, I don't want to be in there. See, I don't mind those because I love washing my hands, so I love trying out all of the various soaps. It smells like a chemical factory. Oh. It smells like toxicity. Oh, for sure, everything in there gives you cancer, but it makes you smell nice. Oh. Um, the smell. one that I have no interest in going into is World Market. You go into World Market, oh, shut you up. are in World Market for the day. There is nothing else that can happen in your day once you step foot in that store. No, I love World Market. You can go check out the fancy beers and teas and wines. I mean, you can check those out. You know they got like a lot of elephant footstools and stuff. I do like an elephant footstool. Yeah, and there's like a, you know, a giant wooden giraffe sculpture or, you know, some crap made out of wicker. You know, that's cool. There's nothing wrong with World Market. And I guess as far as good stores to go into, any store that has um, a couch or seats <laughs> anywhere in right. it, that's that's yeah. your that's your top one. I don't know. Like Kohl's is fine. You know, I'll go look at the stuff at Kohl's or, you know, I yeah. don't know. Whatever there's stuff that I could go look at that's, you know, not what she's shopping for, I guess. <laughs> um, Alex Savota asked us, do, bar- uh, do dogs bark inside their heads? No, no, they're dogs. See, I think dogs. They do. I mean, would if you if you read something out loud, or if you 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 know if you read if you're reading a book, you're mentally saying all the words in your head. It's just like that with dogs when they bark. No, dogs aren't people. They like see a rabbit bark. I mean, they're not thinking. Hmm. Here's a fire hydrant. Bark, bark, bark inside my head. Where am I going to pee next? No, it's 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 stimulus response. They're animals. Not people. <clears throat> Dolphins and killer whales, though, are very different. So let's just make that clear right now. Um, follow-up question. What's the difference between sw- string and twine? That's a, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I say uh, 
twine is more loosely wound and more fibrous, whereas uh, string would be more finely woven and uh, smoother. Fair enough. I didn't know the answer to that question. To be honest, I kind of assumed they were the same thing. Come on. Learning. Learning today. Um, (laughs) At underscore Ryan Krause asks, do you think Sanchez and Pelf make the rotation or do they go young with Boyd and Norris? Um, Let's answer this quickly. I don't think they both make the rotation, but they're both going to make the opening day roster. I would assume Norris gets the call and Boyd starts in Toledo, as unfair as that probably is. Yes, yes, and yes. Yep. At Evan Ken 95 what's the point of split squad games? Just get more people on the field. I guess, um, yeah, give the, give the youngsters a chance. Uh, and you have fewer veterans traveling, right? Mm-hmm. So you have your, your, your veterans, they want to stay put, work out and, and play at their own ballpark. So you know what? The other team splits their squad and sends all the peons to your, your stadium and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. Just a, a bit of advice for everyone coming down to spring training. If you want to see the Tigers, um, go see them in Lakeland because when they travel, you will not see anybody that you want to because it'll all be Andrew Romine. Yeah. Um, when the Tigers are traveling, they're not sending their best. No. They're sending their slap hitters. They're sending their You will definitely hitters. see Mikey Matuk. <laughs> Unless you're a big Mikey Matuk fan, and then in which case you probably won't see him. You'll see Big Pelf. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're seeing three games this coming week. I just assume that somehow he's probably going to start all three of them. Naturally. That would be my... Um, and one more from Flying underscore Dutchman X. Uh, have they already put Don Kelly's 32 on the wall at Comerica or will they wait until opening day? All right. So that that's a funny tweet of, you know, of course, but uh, they're going to do something to honor Donnie at some point. Well, I guess they've already given him a job. I suppose that's pretty honoring. That is honoring. Yeah. Uh, how how about an under over on when Don Kelly becomes the manager of this team? Oh, here we go. Um, I don't, I don't think he's close, but I'm not saying he's not close either. I would put it, <laughs> I would put it, um, July. So you think it's going to happen? July 31st, 2020. I will take the wow. slightly before. I, I could oh. see it happening. See, I'm going to take the over because never is certainly an over. And there's a chance that it's a, it's never. You know, maybe he goes on and does something else. But it, there's a non-zero chance that he becomes the manager. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine Tiger Twitter if that happened? Ugh. <laughs> he would be a player's coach if there ever was one, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can. Uh, you can reach us at podcastianos.com. On Twitter, I am at JordanHall23. Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcastianos. On the Instagram, I am at Jordino4. On the Facebook, we are facebook.com backslash Podcastianos. And we love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. And I said that exact phrase without stumbling twice in this show. So let the record show that. Yeah, we need some Foley clapping. Proud. Anything else to say to the listeners before we head out for the week? No, I don't think so. Don't don't take spring training too seriously. That's a good like, message, yep. You know, just enjoy the ambiance. Check in. You know, if you want to check in who did what during the game, oh, that's kind of fun information. But, you know, don't get all bent out of shape. 
But I, I think you can get a little bit excited. Like when, when Mikey Matuk yeah. destroyed the Florida Southern, uh, you know, that game to start, <laughs> I got a little bit excited. What's the harm? Baseball lets you down so much over the course yeah. of 162 games. If you see something that gets you excited, go for it. Because yeah. if you want to see a grown man clobber a college kid, yeah, by sure. all means. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.